So I waited a couple of days to make this video because I didn't want to use just like my first blush reaction to tell you what I think about these last chance qualifier workouts. And if you don't know, the last chance qualifier, it's an online competition. The roster of the online competition is made up of the people who were just outside of qualifying positions for the CrossFit Games out of the semifinals. So for example, if you're a semifinal, even if it took only one person to the CrossFit Games or if it took five people next to the CrossFit Games, the next three down the list for most semifinals were invited into the last chance online qualifier. Some of them invited four or five, but that happened to do with COVID travel restrictions and people being displaced out of their continent. Generally speaking, the people competing at the last chance online qualifier are essentially the very best CrossFitters in the world who have not yet punched a ticket to Madison for the 2021 CrossFit Games. Okay, so that's our setting. The last chance qualifier itself is an online competition. It takes place this weekend, just a few weeks before the CrossFit Games kicks off. And it is designed to just give two spots out to the games, two men, two women. So what did we see in the programming? We saw four workouts announced. One workout is a couplet of rowing and uh, dumbbell hang snatch. The, another workout is a three-hour max deadlift. Then there is 100 burpees for time with a little bit of a twist in there. Uh, I'll explain that in a second. And then there is this uh, triplet with double unders and rope climbs and cleans. And the first thing that I thought of was that the workouts were generally a little bland and very much pulling heavy. And if you saw my conversation with Max El Hodge last week, you, you saw that we talked about how the coaches and the athletes are put in a really interesting position because the only thing that they can really use to guide their programming and guide their development as athletes or coaches is the previous years of competition. But whether or not it's on purpose, there's very clear thematic things that happen at different levels of competition. Sometimes the games are just very much about squatting. The 2017 CrossFit Games come to mind where they did heavy 17.5 with like 100 super heavy thrusters or heavier thrusters. And then the next day they did 75 heavy overhead squats. And I think, you know, you look at that and if you just weren't prepared for that type of squatting, then you're screwed. There really is no other way to describe it, right? But now this online qualifier, this last chance online qualifier is, is all pulling. It's like almost entirely pulling. And, you know, there's really no way to prepare for an event that's entirely pulling. But my first blush of it being bland and a little bit uninspired and kind of like, you know, whatever, very whatever, uh, it, I still kind of feel that way. However, there is some very sneaky bits in there. And I think it's the space between what you see on the piece of paper in terms of here's the workout that really makes these workouts function well for this. And the reason why I wanted to take some time before I talked about this is because I think it's important for you guys to understand, and I think most of you do, that I don't just come at this from like, rah, 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 everything CrossFit does is wrong. I come at this from a Here's why this seems to be happening. Here's the context of it. And here's how either it's failing at its stated goal or it's clearly doing what it was meant to do or whatever. And I think when you look at programming like this, the context of it is important. Individually, these four workouts, they're not that interesting. 
One of them is pretty cool, like the legless rope climb. I think it's legless rope climb, but either way, it's like rope climbs, double unders, and cleans. That's pretty cool. As the reps get lower, the weight gets heavier. You're doing, yeah, it's it's nice. That's fun. Um, then there's like, you know, the rowing and dumbbell hang snatch thing. It's like, that's basically an open workout. Don't really know how that best fits into an event like this, but whatever. On their own, they're not particularly interesting. But in the context of these athletes have all already competed at semifinals. Some of them competed just this last weekend. These athletes are already well-proven to be some of the best in the world, so they don't really need to be put through a really grueling test, and they are competing for a spot in a competition that takes place in a few weeks, so they shouldn't be broken down. That gives you the sort of boundaries within which you program relatively simple, non-destructive workouts. Totally makes sense, and I see why that's the case. Then comes the really interesting sneaky bits of these workouts. And the two workouts that I want to focus on are actually the ones that seem the most boring. One being the rowing dumbbell hang snatch workout, and the other being the 100 burpees for time workout. The rowing dumbbell hang snatch workout has a very, very interesting structure. It's 42, 30, 18 of rowing and dumbbell hang snatches. That is the art of putting together a workout in which the focus of the workout, the thing that is going to make the difference in the workout is how quickly can you row those calories? Because basically everyone's going to do that unbroken in terms of the dumbbell snatches. They have to. There's no option. If if you put the if you put the dumbbell down, you're finished. You're not going to do well on that workout. So, you have to, you're forced to do the hang snatches unbroken. You have to have a good transition. You have to be quick. You have to be grippy enough to hold on to that thing the entire time. But you also now, given that that is basically a baseline, you know, ticket to get into the door, you have to be able to row really fast. And I think that's a really interesting way of designing a workout that way, right? Because it gives you an opportunity to essentially separate yourself via power output without necessarily adding in something that's very complex or something that's really challenging in its own right. Because rowing fast is really tough to do, but rowing fast and doing dumbbell hang snatches unbroken is like, you know, a slightly more challenging thing to do that separates people. I think that's really where this one comes into play. Like you could say this workout could be something like a 2K row for time and it would test essentially the same capacity, but it's slightly different. It's like just different enough to be CrossFit-y, right? Now the 100 burpees for time. This is probably the single sneakiest workout that I've ever seen programmed at the CrossFit games, regionals, whatever. And it's sneaky because people see 100 burpees for time and they think, all right, cool, for the fastest people in the world, that's not gonna be very fat, that's not gonna be very long, they're gonna get through that really quickly, I can't believe that they programmed this, this is so easy. However, the standard that they have applied, which is 100 burpees for time, but the burpee ends when you jump and touch a target 12 inches outside of your reach, 
that makes things a lot more challenging. Jumping a foot off the floor or something like a foot off the floor every time you finish a burpee is a completely different movement than jumping just to get off the floor or just to get over a bar. There's a reason why people prefer things like lateral burpees or bar facing burpees as opposed to the old 2012 standard for the seven minutes of burpees workout which was a six inch reach, a six inch jump. A 12 inch jump is gonna make things so much harder, so much harder. Because not only do you have to assess yourself in a way jumping out of the bottom of that burpee so that you can reach a 12 inch target, but you have to do that a hundred times. A hundred times you have to jump a solid foot in the air. And again, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it just adds enough like grit to this programming just enough that it's going to separate people who have the capacity to do that relatively quickly versus the ones who don't. And I think that's probably going to be the sneakiest, most brutal workout of the weekend because there's going to be a lot of people who start out really fast and just just completely face plant into the ground because of it because it's going to slow them down a lot more than they expect. One thing that CrossFitters in general fall apart with is this like really explosive body weight thing over and over again, right? It's like there aren't a lot of CrossFitters even at that level that could do Tabata jumping squats and like walk away feeling okay because there's just a little bit more explosiveness. And the way generally speaking that level of CrossFitter trains something like a burpee is like a competition standard burpee which is usually jumping over something, bar facing burpee, or up until this point, a six inch reach, or like a burpee muscle up or burpee pull up, where the movement itself essentially has a cadence and a rhythm that allows them to treat it, and I know this is gonna sound crazy, but for a lot of athletes in workouts where there's a bulk of burpees, you're not sprinting the burpee, it becomes kind of like a jog. It becomes like the way a big set of double unders would for someone who's really proficient with double unders. It's kind of like you're catching your breath as your body is physically moving this thing and you have another gear to jump into when you need to sprint or another gear to jump into when you need to move things up to the next level and really go fast. With 100 burpees for time, there is nothing that's gonna break that up. With 100 burpees for time that you're jumping to a 12 inch target, you're gonna see a lot of athletes who have one sense of their capacity when it sees 100 burpees for time and they have to accomplish that task, but not really have a good idea of what's gonna to happen to them when they have to do a 12 inch jump at the end of each one of those burpees. So I actually think that even though the workouts look a little bit bland, a little bit uninspired, that might be, as, as hard as it is to say, that might actually be by design that they're meant to be a bit sneaky, they're meant to kind of catch you off guard, and they're designed to sort of put you in a position where you're like, all right, let's underestimate this and then get your ass handed to you. And if that's the case, or we'll find out this weekend after all the athletes go through it and we see what the leaderboard's like, but hats off, kudos. That's, that's exactly how you, you just convince people to go a little bit too hard and they pay the price for underestimating 
what seems to be pretty simple workouts.